Welcome to Bobby Fresco's Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. Episode number nine, and I am feeling fine. Happy New Year's. It's It's been a long journey. I'm here. We're going to uh, talk about some stuff today. We're going to do the new 423. So we're going to talk about some of, but not all, but some of my favorite vehicles that are coming out for 2023. Um, we're going to discuss them. I got a bunch of different brands here. And actually, two of these vehicles are actually on the same chassis, but I think it benefits one a little bit more than the other, but you can be the judge of that. Now, I do want to say I also got a bunch of stuff planned, some new stuff I want to uh, do on the show. Um, I actually have a really cool and grown after dark uh, segment that I'm going to have. So you guys are going to really, really, really enjoy that. It's definitely going to be spicy for spicy people and spicy ears, you dig? So we're going to start off this list. This is in no particular order. Um, so I'm going to just read them out to you. And we're going to go over some of these cars. Uh, first thing I got on my list is the uh, all new 23 Toyota Crown. Now this car's actually been around for a while, just not in the States. It's been out in Japan and in many other countries, China, Hong Kong, um i believe also the united kingdom but um i don't think it did well there there's going to be two uh, versions there's going to be the hybrid and the hybrid prime um the hybrid prime is going to actually get you about 300 horsepower now as far as what the toyota crown is you're looking at a very large sedan another thing about it being a large sedan you're also looking at it it's going to be very tall not SUV like, but it's going to be taller than your average sedan. So it's going to be a big car and it's going to move people well. The Toyota Crown has been around for a very long time and overseas uh, in uh, Japan and in China and Hong Kong. Um, this car was actually luxurious and it was driven by dictators, royalty, businessmen. So and typically they were driven in it so they didn't actually do the driving so this is a big big car for toyota and i hope it does well there is a two-tone option where it's uh red and black which we'll talk about later about another vehicle that also does the same thing um and to me it doesn't it doesn't hit like it should um but honestly it doesn't hit like it should in the other vehicle too but we'll get into there when i get there um but you will get Toyota reliability. Uh, All-wheel drive is available, and it's going to be a great car. It's going to get great gas mileage, and it's going to seat five comfortably. All the room you're going to need, tons of headroom, and it actually has fairly good ground clearance. Not that it's an off-roader or an overlander by any means, but they just wanted to have a big road prominence, and it'll definitely give you that. And next is going to be the 23 Alfa Romero. Tonale. Now, this one you're going to get in a gasoline version. There's also going to be a hybrid option. And later on in the year, um, fourth quarter, you'll be able to uh, also get a plug-in hybrid. This thing is going to be sporty. It's Italian. Italian designs. Um, very edgy uh, lines where they need it, but also a lot of soft lines, too, to kind of mix it up. The problem is with the mixture of the sharp lines and the soft lines, the vehicle can look a little bit confused. It's not sure exactly what it wants to be. 
And, you know, you look at this card, it looks like there's a lot going on. Um, you guys can be the judge of that. Me, I like it. I'm just not in love with it. Now, is this thing fast? Not yet. I'm sure there's going to be a high performance model that's going to come out a little bit later. But the uh, three uh, trim levels that are coming out are all set up to be base model. Then you're going to have the uh, sporty one, which I think is the uh, Volante. And that one um, is sporty, not fast. But it does look the part. It looks way faster than the car actually is. But doesn't necessarily need to uh, uh, be fast. Uh, horsepower figures for this car hasn't come out yet. And when they uh, do, I'll give them to you. Maybe I'll grab one. Uh, we'll do a review and we'll go over it in super detail. Next, the 23 BMW XM SUV. Now this is going to be an EV. You're gonna notice the common thread between a lot of these vehicles. Most of these vehicles have hybrid options and are all electric. So electricity is the way of the future and this list with all the new product, I think all of them has a hybrid model, uh, except for one that I'm not seeing, but I'm sure that's going to be later on down the line. I'm sure the company is just not putting all its eggs in one basket just because the vehicle is all new for them to the BMW XM. Um, you also going to have very, very sharp lines in here. There's no confusion. The car's edgy. It's also very very futuristic i love the way this thing looks the grill bmw is famous for its kidney grills and they have been dramatically oversized on a lot of their recent product and this one it seems like they toned down the grills because if you look anywhere on the internet about the recent bmw grills a lot of people say they they're off-putting and they're way too big now i'm glad bmw has addressed that and they're going back to something a little more tasteful now What's also dope, 23 inch wheels, that's right. Um, you have 20s are standard, 21s are optionable. Then you also have the 23 inch rim option. This thing has big wheel arches. There's a lot of room in there, so the 23s fills up those wheel arches. Now to BMW, and it's an M. This is an M car. Unfortunately, this is a very heavy, heavy M car. In the uh, entry level, you're gonna have 653 horsepower, which sounds like a lot, but it's not gonna move this car, unfortunately, in BMW fashion. Um, it's got the same motor as the M5 does, but the problem is, because it's so heavy, it, it, it doesn't give you M5 performance, unfortunately. But BMW has got you. They just don't have you right now. They have one coming out that's going to be for 2024. That one is going to be the uh, XM Red Label. And with the Red Label, you'll have 750 horsepower, which will take this thing from quick and heavy to actually relatively fast. And they're going to get the extra power by adding a hybrid motor to the already 653 horsepower engine, which is going to be really, really dope. Now, one of the really cool things about the very futuristic and sharp designs on this one, um, you actually get this 3D effect roof. So 
as opposed to just looking up at a glass panel or looking up at the stars, there's actually a whole light show that goes on in the interior that you can turn on. But to me, it seems like that might be a little bit distracting for the drivers. Who knows? Uh, when it comes out, we'll take a look at it and we'll take it from there. Next up, the 2023 Ferrari Puro Sangue. My Italians, I hope I didn't butcher that. But yes, the Ferrari Puro Sangue. Now, in Italian, that directly translates to thoroughbred. And when they mean thoroughbred, they mean thoroughbred sports car, not SUV. But it's the shape of an SUV. It's the shape of a crossover. It's the size of a crossover. It's the size of an SUV. Mid-size SUV. Like, let's say, Lincoln Nautilus X4 those vehicles um but it's a ferrari the price hasn't been listed but the base engine the entry level engine is a v12 6.5 liter putting out 724 horsepower it's got a top speed of 194 miles an hour ferrari said they will never build an suv as much as they don't want to know Yes, you built an SUV, guys. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you. Um, let me be the first to tell you, you. You built an SUV or crossover. You just probably built one of the fastest crossovers on the market. Total horsepower in the uh, hybrid version is 818 horsepower in the hybrid version. Oh, my God. And just like with BMW... 23 inch wheels but let's be honest these 23 inch wheels are gorgeous they sounds it sounds big and even on the bmw it they do look big and they do look a tad gaudy but not like ugly gaudy just a little bit gaudy a little bling bling but the 23s on the ferrari i'm sorry the way the curves uh, uh in the fenders and the way the body is shaped you're not gonna honestly notice the 23s in this car like you're, you're just not and at the end of the day it's a ferrari ferrari styling it looks like all of their new sports cars and they are calling this a sports car they're calling this a four-door sports car which is funny because there's another company that had a vehicle that they marketed as a four-door sports car nissan nissan maxima if you look on the window of most maximums i don't think they do it anymore but it actually says 4 dse on the rear windows and for dsc was four door sports car who knew but ferrari i think they built a tad bit better one for a few more dollars just a few and now like i said the car is gorgeous ferrari design ferrari interior it's 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 beautiful it's a thoroughbred or a pair of sangue Next up, we're going to be the 23 BMW i7. Now, this is the flagship sedan for BMW. Now, yes, there is a regular version, and they're coming out with the i7, and they're calling the i7, which is the all-electric version, its own model as opposed to a trim line of the uh, um, 7 Series. So that's why I decided to add it, even though the body and everything is identical to the 7 Series. But if BMW is calling it a whole new car, that's what we're going to uh, go with. 
Now, one of the coolest things as far as tech, and this thing is flooded with all the tech in the world, but one of the coolest things is the 27 inch drop down TV. Yes, there's a drop down TV that slides down from the middle of the roof for the rear passengers. It's huge. It's an iPad, you can stream to it. Oh my God, it's a beautiful, beautiful display. And it makes this car a little bit sucky to drive, to be honest, even though it's a BMW, it's amazing to drive. But at the end of the day, it's so dope to be sitting in the car, watching your favorite Netflix show, just cruising. And the 27 inch TV, it doesn't sound big, but when you think about it, inside a sedan and the screen is spread across the entire width of the cabin, it's so gorgeous. Now, if you're looking for tech, this is definitely the vehicle you want to be looking at, but the tech comes at a price, not dollars, sex appeal. This thing, I'm sorry, but it's it's not an attractive vehicle, especially when you're compared to the likes of the S-Class or its other uh, competitor, the EQS. Both of those vehicles are gorgeous, especially the S-Class. Y'all know I'm an S-Class guy. I love them. Um, I, it just, it, it's very edgy is what they went for, but they definitely lost something in the sauce. Thank God it doesn't have giant, giant grills, but the the way they split up the headlights and the entire look of the car yeah it's i, I don't uh, the only way to make this thing look better in my opinion is you black out all the trim and get the matte black paint it's awesome now as far as paint i mentioned the uh, toyota crown comes in a black and red two-tone the bmw also comes in a black and red two-tone but it's, it's 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 bad it, it's very bad um i think they were going for that two-tone look that mercedes does with their maybach editions and the two-tone in the mercedes looks fire oh my god it's gorgeous and then it's got all the maybach chrome which just gleams like jewelry i don't know how long they polish that the uh, stainless steel or the uh, aluminum for all the trim on the maybach but oh my god it's gorgeous so this one, they're going for sporty, and in the sporty, they picked up some ugliness. Yeah, it's not an attractive car by any means, but if you have to have one, get it in matte black, black out the trim, and boom, there you go. That is the best way to make this thing look. Outside of that, eh, good luck. Next, we're going into the, one of the kind of competitors to the last vehicle, but not quite, which brings me to the 23 Mercedes-Benz EQE. Luxury, refinement, gorgeous, gorgeous car. I love the dash. The entire dash is one giant screen. It sounds overwhelming, but of course, Mercedes found a way to make that stunning and classy. When you want luxury, you, you, you have to go with Mercedes. Oh my God, it's beautiful. The ambient lighting, their ambient lighting is the best in the business. It's an amazing car. Now, this thing also has some really, really cool tricks up its sleeves. For instance, you have wellness options in the car. 
So the vehicles actually has a whole program in it where not only will it give you the kind of ambient noise you want, let's say ocean sounds or forest sounds. So if you needed a moment to relax, you can turn on the massage seats that offer several different modes, including hot stone massage, which kind of super amps up the heated seats and uses that with pressure in order to give you a hot stone massage from any seat in the car. Now, it'll also tune in the ambient lighting and even move the ambient lighting around the car to create this beautiful, beautiful atmosphere and then play pre-downloaded sounds like ocean noises, forest, rain, oh my God. So if you needed a moment away from the world, you just hop in your Mercedes Benz and let all of your stresses melt away. If you're big on mental health and having your vehicle also be a place of solitude, this is definitely the vehicle for you. But if you want to drive fast, this thing is fast. It's delightfully fast. There's also an AMG version that's coming out that is insanely fast. So this one, okay, let me rephrase that. The regular EQE isn't necessarily fast, but it's quick peppy and very responsive you put it in sport mode sport plus it's going to be super engaging fun to drive it's going to give you everything you want or be super comfortable but there is an amg version coming out that's going to have somewhere around 600 and like 50 horsepower and it is insanely fast and also the amg version has all of the luxury bits that the regular version has it's just fast to boot everything else and i believe 160 mile an hour top speed so there you go isn't mercedes logo like the best of nothing and next is going to be the 23 pulsar 3 now if you're not familiar with the car company pulsar they've been around for about five seven years now so they've been around quite a while they're actually brought to you by the guys and gals over at volvo so they are the pulsar is basically their ev line so it's their electric line um which is funny because i think volvo put out a statement not too long ago saying that they're planning on going all electric for their regular cars but who knows now the pulsar 3 is their small crossover suv great styling the only thing about it is, is to me all the pulsars kind of look the same i don't think any car has in this particular case, it's just the SUV version of the Pulsar. So it, you know, to me on my scale, it does look okay, but it does lose a little points for the unoriginality across the brand and how the cars don't have their own identities. Now, you're gonna have a right about a 250 mile range on this on a full charge. It is all electric. One of the notable features is the air suspension on this thing. So you'll be able to get a very stiff performance ride if that's what you so choose or switch it into the comfort mode and get a plush, plush ride. All that and it's actually very, very quick. They haven't released the power settings just yet, but you're looking at a vehicle that's basically as fast as the Porsche Taycan, which is really, really, really fast. 
specifically the turbo model, which is the fastest Taycan you can get. And Porsche builds fast cars, especially when they put the turbo badge on it. They take that thing seriously. So expect something that's going to be surprisingly quick and be careful racing one of these if you see it out on the road. And last, but certainly not least, is Dodge. The Dodge Hornet, which is gonna be their small crossover. A lot of SUVs on this list. You're gonna have a few different models. You're gonna have the GT, the GT Plus. Then you're also gonna have the first level of performance trim, which is gonna be the RT. Now, later on in the year, they're going to bring back a nameplate. GLH. That's right. You're going to be able to buy the 23 Hornet GLH and the GLH stands for goes like hell. Back in the early 80s, Dodge put out the Omni and Carroll Shelby, performance guy, race car driver, car builder. He was really impressed with the Omni, which was a cute little hatchback. He decided, hey, let me take a swing at this thing. I can make this thing really cool and really fast. So they came out with the GLH, which stood for directly goes like hell. And then they felt like they could even any up that and came up with the GLHS, which is goes like hell, some more. So they haven't announced if they're gonna do the GLHS, but maybe if the GLHs do really, really well, and you're looking at 280 horsepower for the regular RT model and you're looking at a 5.8 second 0 to 60 that's not bad oh and you're looking at a price $39,000 uh, as tested for like the RT and the GT you know it'd be a little bit cheaper those uh, probably fall in high 20s low 30s awesome styling looks like a charger but it does, unlike the Pulsar, it has its own personality. It does favor a lot of its Dodge brethren, but it doesn't overdo it, and it does bring its own flair to Dodge. So it's their performance crossover because the crossover segment, as far as drivability in a lot of vehicles, not counting uh, the Puro Sangue, but a lot of crossovers are just kind of boring. You can get the 2.3 liter like the MKC and there's a few. There's the Macan Turbo that just came out, which is an exciting uh, crossover. But other than those, a lot of them are boring and Dodge wants to spice it up and they're going for something a little bit different other than shoving a V8. But hey, who knows? Maybe they'll do it. Now. I love the design and I especially love the interior because the interior is actually very similar to the Tonale, the Alfa Romero. That's because it's the same chassis. So because they're sharing chassis, it was cheaper for them to use a lot of the interior bits from the Alfa Romero. So this thing is going, especially if you look at the RT and the GLH, you're gonna get a lot of styling cues from the Alfa Romero, which that interior looks really, really good. It's Italian design. So if they're picking up some of these elements for the free, then that means you can actually, if you can't afford the Alfa Romero, you can get into the Hornet and be in an interior and in a car that looks great. And the interior also is a great place to be 
It looks sharp, looks edgy, looks performance without being overdone. Dodge, they, I'm sorry, but right now Dodge can't do no wrong. So that is my list. Thank you guys. So like I said, look out for the 23 Toyota Crown, the 23 Alfa Romero Tonale, the BMW XM, the Mercedes EQE, the BMW i7, the Ferrari Puro Sangue, the Pulsar 3, and the Dodge Hornet. Check out those new 23 vehicles. Let me know which ones you buy. Let me know which ones you drive and give me your opinions. If you think something should have made it on my list, don't forget to hit me up. Bobby Fresco Radio at IG. Bobby Fresco Radio at Gmail. Bobby Fresco's Hoopties of the Week. Hoopties of the Week. This week is going to be the Lincoln MKZ. Specifically the hybrid from years 20, let's say 13 to about 2014. Great styling. It looks very current, looks very modern. Uh, they don't build these cars, so the price is starting to come down. It might even behoove you to wait um, three or four months before you try to jump into one of these, because I feel like you can get one way cheaper than if you just go out and buy one right now. So if you have the money for it, honestly, hold it, buy one around summertime. I promise it'll save you thousands upon thousands. Um, yes, go with the hybrid. Now, if you can find the versions with the panoramic roof, this car, of any cars, has the coolest panoramic roof, where the entire roof is one giant glass panel that actually pops up and slides down over your rear glass and basically turns this four-door sedan into low-key a convertible. It's, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous car. It's extremely beautiful, cheap to maintain because it is American. And at, at the end of the day, it is a Ford. It's uh, sister mate is the Fusion, but compared to the Fusion, this thing looks gorgeous. It's got a really beautiful interior. You can get this thing fully loaded, heated and cooled leather seats, all the options you can possibly think of. I will go for the hybrid right now so you can save on the gas. Hybrid with the all wheel drive. Oh my God, winner, such a winner. Now, you're gonna spend a little more for this one. But like I said, I'd wait. Right now, you're looking anywhere from about 9,000 with something with high mileage all the way up to about 14 with something with low miles. Like I said, I feel like you can save 30 to 40% off that number if you wait to summertime. Because like I said, there's gonna be tons of used cars on the used market. So all the used car prices are going to hit an apex and start plummeting, you'll save some money. But if you have to, jump on one. They're very beautiful, great ride, easy to maintain. You will have to do some maintaining, but it's not gonna be expensive. And if you get the hybrid, the hybrid system, don't tell nobody, it's a secret. I don't think Ford wants you to know, but the hybrid system in this car actually isn't Lincoln or Ford's. Ford didn't have the technology to do that just then. So it's actually Toyota's. So you have Toyota reliability and durability inside the Fusion the MKZ when you get the hybrid. So, Hoop of the Week, MKZ, hybrid, all-wheel drive. And now, Bobby Fresco's unsolicited opinion. It's a new year. Allow yourself what you need to do to get out of the car you don't like. If you're driving your car, 
and you've been ready for something new or just newer let this be the year you do it let's make it happen start putting up $30 $100 whatever you can put up once you get to however much you feel is right for you that you want to spend for your budget hit me up I'll help you find the perfect car in your price but don't let another year go by that you're driving something that you just are just so unimpressed with you've had it for a long time and it's it's treated you well but you work hard and you feel like you deserve something better treat yourself treat yourself to something you want price it out figure out what you need to get into it if you can't afford a high uh, down payment then put a little bit down take a higher payment if you can't afford a high payment then put more down get a lower payment if you can't afford a high down payment or a high payment at all save up buy it cash if you need to know what you can buy cash for X amount of bucks that has the best curb appeal, hit me up. Let me know what you're driving. I'll give you a bunch of options that's better than it. But in a nutshell, don't let another year go by where you drive something you're not satisfied with. This is 2023. Drive something cool. And with that, y'all, don't forget, drink whiskey, drive fast, just not at the same time. Good night, everybody.